welcome back to the Crimson Forest. Episode 39. A world held together and torn apart by moments. What are you boys doing? The orphans surround Wooden Wolf. What are you, what are you doing? They've been listening. They've been hearing Wooden Wolf tell Hazel everything, or rather, not tell her anything. Most importantly, they hear the pain in Hazel's voice. And they're not about to go on walking one moment longer without at least trying to get Hazel the story she wants to hear. First, they trip Wolf. Get him! Then they pile on top of him. Seven orphans shouldn't be much for a warrior like Wooden Wolf, but the orphans are fighting for Hazel, for the affection they feel for her. And real affection of that kind can be, and should be, ferocious. It should also be noted that Wolf is less than focused on notions of self-defense, battle, or combat, at least in the physical sense. His stalemate with Hazel is more or less an emotional one. The memory of what happened to Hazel's parents, once shared, would most certainly be emotionally devastating for Hazel. But it's also emotionally devastating for Wooden Wolf. And his refusal to tell the story is as much to protect his own heart as the heart of Hazel. He's so concerned with the security and welfare of his own heart that he neither notices nor reacts when the orphans close in on him, which is how Wolf ends up on the bottom of the orphan dog pile. And once the orphans have him where they want him, they immediately remove his wooden leg. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It takes a little figuring since Oz is the one unfastening the straps that secure Wolf's wooden leg. Oz first tightens the straps. No, Oz, take it off. You've tightened that. But then loosens them once his orphan brothers scold him. Then, after Wolf kicks a bit, Oz tightens them some more. And finally, he removes them. And once the leg comes off, they pass it from one orphan to the next until, at last, Give it here. Zip dangles it over the quicksand with every intention of letting it sink into nothingness. Ah, ah, ah. One step closer and the leg gets it. Give me my leg. This is the first time Wooden Wolf has ever muttered such a sentence. Give Hazel her story. Giving Hazel the story won't do her any good. Well, that be for her to say. Come on, then. In with it. He means out with it. Have you boys forgotten? We're still in the Crimson Forest. If someone or something shows up that you can't handle, you'll want me to be about my wits and on two feet. Uh, you mean one foot and a wooden stump. Either way. It's fine. It's fine. He doesn't have to tell me the story. No, you'll hear the story. Yes, you'll hear the story, Hazel. You'll hear it all right. And then Zip turns into a woodchuck. and takes a little nibble out of the leg. A shot across the bow, as it were. If something or someone horrible shows up, so be it. More horrible than a horrible something or a horrible someone is you not hearing what you want to hear. What you ought to hear. What ye be needing to hear. What you have to hear. One thing Wooden Wolf knows after so many years of battle is the look of men of will. 
which is exactly the kind of men he's now dealing with as he looks into the eyes of Hazel's orphan brothers. Very well, then. I came upon your parents just a moment after they had come upon Xander Klimt and one of his spells. He and I battled. After he became petrified, I looked up in time to see. To see what? A twinge of despair flashes on Wooden Wolf's face, his stubbled jaw and his heavy eyes. But he chokes back that feeling and forces stoicism to the surface with grit teeth and the taste of metal in his mouth. It doesn't matter. It's just dead weight, like I told you. Let it be! The words come out of his mouth like a growl, slobber on his lips, gnashing about his teeth, bloodthirst apparent in his voice. It shakes everyone but Hazel. She hears nothing but another stall tactic, another stone wall. She snatches the wooden leg and holds it over the quicksand between two fingers. You get no relief seeing me unable to walk. You don't deserve to walk. I've waited my whole life to know what happened to my parents. And you were there. You saw what happened to them, and you won't tell me. You deserve to crawl on your belly like a snoggling. You're right. You're right. I was there, and I didn't stop it. I was a moment late. Just a moment. I used to think about all the wonderful things that could happen in a moment. Falling stars and slaying dragons and, and that first look at someone you love. But now, all I ever think about are the horrible things that can happen one moment too late. This world is held together and torn apart by moments. In the moment you're asking about, your parents were there, and then they were not. They just vanished. Poof. I found you afterwards. Swaddled in a patch of lip blossom. Opal Tinsley must have left you. Not being fit to look after little ones, I scribbled a note and left you at the orphanage. Hazel asked the question. But she never expected an answer. At least not this answer. The one she finally gets. The confirmation of it all, that something wicked happened to her parents, is bittersweet. She knows, yes. But what she knows is not a nice thing to know. Still, the sweetness of knowing cuts the bitterness just fine for her taste. So she takes the wooden leg in her arms and walks it back to Wolf. See there... That hurt on your face. That's why I didn't want to tell you the story. It hurt more not to know. The truth is that in this moment, there's more hurt on the faces of the other orphans. The boys share in Hazel's pain. And to hear what happened to her, it throttles their hearts almost as much as it does hers. As Wooden Wolf straps his leg back on, the orphans gather close. We, uh, 
We be sorry for scuttling you the way we did, matey. Aye, I'm sorry I kicked you one good shin. We were just trying to help Hazel in. He means you were just trying to help me out. Wolf tightens the last strap and heaves himself up onto his wooden leg, pouring over every dirty-faced orphan that's looking at him with hopes of not being turned to stone. Well, I don't accept apologies that aren't owed to me. Looking out for Hazel the way you lot did. You acted like the best kind of men. And no man should ever apologize for that. Yes. The defense they put up for Hazel softens the sting she feels over what she's learned. And all seven of the orphan boys stand a little taller after such a glorious compliment from Wooden Wolf. Which is a good thing. They're going to need every inch they can get. Because they're going to have to face off against Gretchen Hexenkopf and more wickedness than they could ever imagine. Thanks for listening. On the next Cobbler's Gulch. (coughs) All the goats. In the meantime, you ought to stand a little taller yourself. You're here after all. And you've been supporting this adventure from the beginning. And such generosity and commitment is not lost on us. A million thanks. Thanks.